Hey, you guys sound like robots. Uh, try <laughs> hang up, hang up, and go back in again. Sound like robotic cats. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Meow. Jinx. <laughs> I'll uh, restart Discord. Bear with. Hello and welcome to We Can't Rewind, We've Gone Too Far, a podcast. <laughs> I can't even say the word. I maybe should not be drinking before I start recording. Nah, it makes it better. Oh, well. Hello and welcome to We Can't Rewind, We've Gone Too Far, a podcast where a Scotsman, an Irishman, and a Bulgarian review the most terrible, silliest, and weirdest as fuck music videos. Hi, I'm Nelly. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Neil. Today we're just not sure if we're still picking from the acid we took earlier, as we just watched Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer and the shitty swack. Shot and released in 1986, this video won millions of awards, unsurprisingly and fully deservingly. It was directed by Stephen R. Johnston and produced by Adam Whitaker. Johnston is known for directing some videos for Talking Heads and Dire Straits, as well as directing the first season of Pee Wee's Playhouse. He also led the creation of a short film for Amnesty International. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2015, but even if Sledgehammer was the only thing he ever directed, it would still be quite the heritage. There is a lot to talk about the production and cultural legacy of the video. It's obvious that everyone on set had great fun working on the project and put great amounts of energy into the production. It's still to date, allegedly, the most played video on MTV. It is, without shadow of a doubt, a video that is too good to be on this podcast, but hey, here we are. Even if you don't like it or the song itself, you just can't stop watching. Think of it as a negative November rain, as there was certainly a lot of money and people involved, but every single part has its place. And not for a second do you feel like it's a platform for Peter Gabriel's ego. A negative November rain. Or an anti-negative November. <laughs> <laughs> we went full circle. There's love of money and there's love of artistry, but it's not shit. And that's good. <laughs> yes. Can we all just agree immediately that it's a great video? We all love it. It's three eyes across the board. It's fucking right. Yeah. It's an eye for me. Good. Yeah, hi. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They just wrap this, this podcast. You're done. Okay. Great video watching. See you all next week, guys. <laughs> I've not even watched it and I loved it. It's the first time I've watched it since I was a kid. Watched it or really listened to the song properly. Mm. And yeah, it's just as good as I remember with some slightly more adult themes that I didn't remember at the <laughs> mm. time. It's so colourful and so fun, so much fun that it, it's entertaining for adults and children. And It's like the Pixar movie of music videos that's a good way to put it <laughs> but with more sperm <laughs> <laughs> right from the get-go we we have a shot of a sperm kicking about oh it's kind of like uh the creation of man isn't it because you see like division splitting of cells at some point afterwards and I, I was wondering where they got that footage from if they got it from some medical lab yeah. or if it's actually peter gabriel's sperm <laughs> imagine you can tell because it's really good at the drums i think neil might be hearing us a bit delayed neil see one two Say. Okay. Nail say what? Right. Oh, wow, that is delicious. <laughs> That's a new one. Dave or Nelly say bacon. Bacon. Three, four, five, six. Okay. <laughs> Any better?
Um, I don't know. You tell us. Uh, well, I mean, I think I'm talking in real time now. Um, oh, yeah. Say, say bacon. Bacon? Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds good. But, like, when I watched the video for the first time, or, like, the remember as a kid. Oh, no, I lost juice. Uh, I thought the beginning scene was fish. <laughs> say bacon. <laughs> I, did, I was like, what, four or five? How the, how the fuck would I know what sperm is? You told me. So I thought it was very fish, and we were flying, uh, they were swimming around, and I was always like, oh, look, mom, fishes. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, that's the. Lovely fish. <laughs> yes, let's call it, call it fish. It does swim around. I don't remember that bit from the start. I feel like I don't think I watched it frequently when I was young or anything like that. So, But I'm wondering if maybe it got cut out like before nine o'clock or something like that. I mean, it's possible, but also we're talking about Dingy Bulgarian TV, which, you know, <laughs> just like fucking destroy everything. It probably wasn't cut out here either. I probably just don't remember it. I was just like, oh, look at the fish. I've just got it looping here and we're just, it's just went to him like poking a spot in his head and him flexing his ears and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. I like that. It's kind of like he's a robot figuring out how to function. When I, when I watched it like the first time last week, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did they miss all the references? And then when I read the uh, lyrics, I was like, Jesus, how did that pass? Like... Uh, how did they play that on MTV, like daytime TV? Jeez, but bumping cars, bumping cars, uh, open up, open up your fruit cage is my personal favorite. It's quite, it's quite graphic. Yeah, but also you can refer to so many different orifices. Right, or just Tr- a ba- trying this on my phone. Hi, bacon. Hi, oh bacon, Hi. indeed. Yes, yes, bacon, bacon, bacon. pig, pig, pig. I have an unrelated story to this. When we were teens, my friends decided to do like online radio kind of thing. The problem is that the the guy who was hosting it was like, I need to know whether there's any issues with the broadcasting. And whenever there's some issues with broadcasting, he needed to push a button. I don't remember the name of the, the actual like function, but it was something starting with the letter P. So when so he was basically like, whenever there is an issue uh, when, with the actual broadcasting, everyone just start text, texting with the word penis. <laughs> So you can remind myself to do whatever that function was. So basically, occasionally he would just get like a line of text of um, yes. a line of like text that just say penis, penis, <laughs> penis, and that was uh, me at sixteen. Everyone, it's a good way to learn. If we ever do a live show, that can be the code word for it's fucked. It's fucked. Well, penis is better than bacon. Wow, wow, wow! Bacon is really delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the video about sex. Okay, are you, are you functioning, Neil? I think so. Audio-wise, not in general. No one's functioning right now. <laughs> no, is your penis working, Neil? Last time I checked, it was doing something, so I'll take that as a, take that as a maybe. Um, should we go back to our biology lesson for today, guys? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool, because my beer is finishing and that scares me. <laughs> I might actually get some booze in the mood now to do things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to grab another one. The recording this week might actually be full of seagulls because they're really, really loud today. Dave, did, do you ever notice seagulls in my recordings at all? Not really. Uh, no, but probably because there's seagulls outside my window. So as far as, far uh, as I'm concerned, days. seagulls are just a universal constant. I miss seagulls. Can't believe I'm saying this, but I miss seagulls. I lived around seagulls my whole life. Like my hometown uh, is by the sea and then Glasgow's full of seagulls. No fucking seagulls in fucking Surbiton. There's a few down in the near the tip. 
<laughs> the chip is next to the chip's court. Hi. The recycling center. Yes, because when we're talking about sex cots, you're talking about the chip. The tip. Read the rooms cot. Just the tip. Just the tip of the sledgehammer. Yes, literally. The sledgehammer is his penis. This is definitely a horny video, but not, not, not crude or feels like a biology lesson. It feels like a, a Sesame Street episode. Do you think if they showed this as like sex education in schools, you'd learn something? I mean, I don't know how you sex ed those guys, but I probably learned more from this video than I ever did at school, so... And, uh, it it kind of reminds me like in uh, really old films, if they didn't want to show a sex scene or whatever, they would cut to a train going through a tunnel or other such metaphors <laughs> so i think that comes from strangers on the train that's it's a naked gun as well they're probably spiffing strangers on a train then i guess like even if you just ignore the very clear text about fucking it's it's a fantastically well-made video and like you wouldn't really expect i didn't actually know it was artman animations who did the uh, who mm. produced it yeah, I didn't know that until today. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. fantastic, isn't it? Makes sense now. Yeah. Although that's, I believe, one of the first thingy, things-ish, I guess. You kind of look at it going, they're probably the only people who could pull it off, I suppose. I don't know, was this before or after Walls and Gromit? That's a, that's the important question. Uh, it's before, I believe. 86? Walls and Gromit was in the early 90s, wasn't it? 89. 89 was the original release date, so it probably would have been late 88, 89. So this was before Walls and Gromit. So this yeah. maybe put them on the map. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that they were doing, like, just in terms of people, like, the and, and animators. They were probably doing stuff before that anyway, but... Yeah, I mean, it's fucking fantastic. I love it so much. I think uh, uh, you guys have some experience with stop motion, don't uh, you? Not claymation, though. I was going to say, I've I had some very, very crude. I don't like making it. I just don't have the patience for it. Like My mind can't even, can't even conceive of how long it would take to do something like that. Especially with a person, never mind even a bit of clay, you know? So the thing about stop motion is that you need to have a really, really good storyboard. And I'm sure that they had, like, literally every single shot was storyboarded. Which makes everything so much faster. And I think there was some trivia somewhere that uh, Peter Gabriel was lying for about, I think, 16, hour 16 hours under a glass sheet. Which I presume Jesus. was like one, one go. It's a lot, but also considering how long it takes to make this, it's actually quite fast in yeah. terms of everything. Did you not have a story about the chickens? Like when I was watching it as a kid, I was really fucking fascinated by it. Was it strings? Like, <laughs> was it like wire inside? Was it animatronic of some sort? But like, what was it? It just felt like fucking magic. I loved it so much. I'm still not sure how they made it. <laughs> Presumably some strings of some sort or like some mechani me me mechanism. Probably had like wire inside the chickens so they could, you know, manipulate them. It's a bit creepy, but I love it. Claymation shot and... Uh, a razor head involving a chicken, which I think is probably kind of tainted that moment for me. I have not seen razor head actually, so you might need to elaborate on this. Pretty sure it was a chicken giving birth, like a roast chicken. <laughs> giving birth to another chicken? Please say another chicken. Maybe it wasn't giving birth, it was just like opening up its leg and shitloads of blood's coming out and stuff like that. Uh, which is a, 
a lovely image. <laughs> so, Do we not all love David Lynch? <laughs> yeah. But uh, the the bit where he, he he sort of forms as an ice sculpture, that's pretty mental. Then his his real head kind of just fades in. Physical effect of some way, some sort. It looks phys- physical at first, but I don't know how you'd do that. Let's have a look. Mm, maybe maybe they melted the ice head and then went backwards. Oh, it kind of gives me a lot of vibes of Terminator Two <laughs> and the way yeah, it forms. They definitely melted it. It actually, it's hollow, it's not solid. You can see by the way it melts. It's sort mm. of, you can see the outside of it rather oh, than, yeah. you know, like a big solid ball. I think that's all That's all in camera. So they would have done like a plaster cast of his face and then scaled it with the camera frame. Mm. And that's why it sort of seamlessly blends into him because it's his, the exact same side as his head. But that is sick. You know, the amount of creativity that the stop motion kind of allows um mm. like animators and whatnot to do you you just can't really do the same thing on a computer i think that's why still stop motion films and sort of animated films are still sort of made because they they have a characteristic that can't really be made you know uh, synthetically guys yeah. from, uh, like imagine if this video was directed by our our good friend howie <laughs> just thinking that he would have he would have tried to do it in some form of horrific 90 cgi mode yeah it would have been like Oh, I wasn't that uh, money for nothing. Like the really, really squarish CGI. <laughs> Windows three CGI. Yes, but. <laughs> Windows three. Uh, yeah. So the bit where he literally becomes a man made entirely of clay. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. It's a really good model. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit that's pretty fucking strange now. Think because he he turns into the clay man. Mm. His hands turn into sledgehammers, and then he hits himself, and like a sort of smaller version of him starts growing at the side of his head. It's a metaphor for masturbation. Oh. No, actually, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's like it might be. Could be. Well, the, oh, and a giraffe goes past the window, never knows. That's also ma- a masturbation metaphor. Oh my god, I think it might be because there's lots of little sperms in the wall behind them. Again with the sperms. Show me around your food cage. I'm not that kind of doctor. When you see what else was there, uh, like in the 80s and 90s, some amazing videos, but nothing ever came nearly like as close as how fantastic this video is. The song for me is like mediocre at best, but that video just makes it. I actually really enjoy the song. No, it's fair. It's cheese, but it's uh, it's it's good cheese <laughs> with uh, incredibly dirty lyrics, which is nice. It's dirty lyrics sounds the actual swearing which is yeah. kind of fun like it can they can really go over your head i don't i don't know if i'm just imagining this at this point but he has a uh, through the whole video he has a sort of look in his face you know he he knows that you know if that makes sense it does i just wonder whether it's just his face it might just be his face or it might be whatever strange things he was doing to make the stop motion work like he would would he have to like move his face a certain way probably they'll probably fi- uh, like figured out which sound he, his mouth needs to make oh, well. like to, to look fluent when you actually play it yeah so the, he probably he was they were thought like oh maybe the sound all with your mouth or whatever yeah that makes sense our like five listeners feel free to correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> i did work on a puppet film a few years ago which was awesome i remember the puppeteer mm. there was one shot where a different another puppet came in so one of the crew just had to grab a puppet and do it and it was like a sock mm-hmm. puppet and he was talking and uh the puppeteer was just going like no no you have to make like an o-shape like 
you're saying oh with mm. your hand in the puppet and stuff like that so maybe it translates over kind of i think that they just did like a straight out stop motion with like taking like taking single shots as opposed to like say because they can't really just set up the camera to shoot at every like whatever like 10 seconds or whatever because they needed to animate around him i'd imagine that's how it went Speaking of animating around him, the hair, his hair in the roller coaster scene, it's pretty cool. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was <laughs> just like uh, every time when I watch it, just makes me happy because it just feels so natural when it's not. It's just a lot of gel. Yeah, it's uh, so it's, good. It's, it's one of those you could totally see how they did it, but it fucking worked. And the the chopboard roller coaster in the background is mm. pretty awesome as well. I think that's the the thing that kind of keeps something make me think about Sesame Street. To be honest, like the chalkboard yeah. and the vegetables. <laughs> The vegetable it, bit's pretty pretty good as well, actually. It is, yeah. But it's pretty much like Sesame Street straightforward. Like, let's learn about the vegetables. Open up and your fruit, fruit cage. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be your honeybee or something like that, if I remember rightly, from the lyrics. That's very, very sexy. <laughs> I do like being stung. <laughs> stung by Peter Gabriel. Hey, he's still not incredibly ugly. I actually don't know how he looks like nowadays. Let's, let's take a second. Looks like a dad. <laughs> Like young Jesus, oh, old Jesus, sorry. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that he was like not ugly as a younger person. All I'm saying is, I would bump, bump his bumper cars or whatever. Ooh. Like, is either of you actually fans of uh Genesis? Genesis, not so much. He's he's from what I gather, he's inspired, he inspired later Bonnie Vare stuff, uh, and that's really good, which is kind of just like a futuristic version of Genesis. So maybe, maybe I, w- I might like it if I tried it. I mean, which is probably I'm, what Peter Gabriel said to people as well. Like, I don't really like, I forgot the other guy's name, like the guy who became the lead singer after he left. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that because right, there was more than one, wasn't there? Mm, uh, and also the drummer, that guy. Oh, yeah, no, that's. That's what I'm thinking of Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. Phil, Phil Collins, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I don't like... I think his voice is interesting, but I don't actually like his music much or at all. I think the majority of Genesis that I know is related to Phil Collins' era. I think I'm I'm roughly the same, but mm. like I couldn't name you I couldn't name you a song honestly. So I'll Spotify some Genesis after <laughs> where you can also subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends, all five of you. Yeah, <laughs> better subscribe quick. We're running out of spaces. I hope you all have at least one friend. Everyone needs a friend. Guys, what is, it, what is your thought on the parts of the video that are not stop motion? Because, like, occasionally you have uh, shots that are very clearly actual shots. Oh, they're shit. They really are. Yeah, yeah no, I was thinking about that. It just kind of takes me away from the feeling. I think three minutes, 50, it just cuts to a shot of him and a bunch of other people dancing. Mm. But it's, it's clearly just kind of slowing down a little bit. Slowed d- down. And it, yeah, it just kind of take it out for a moment. Interesting set design. It gives me kind of, maybe it's because I used to work in an old folks home, but it gives me old folks home vibes. So that kind of throws me off a little bit. Just from the just from the wallpaper and stuff. Although that said, when it goes back to him dancing again, it looks like they're doing something weird with the frame rate for a second. Yeah, well, they just have made like a full screen, a full size puppet of him to dance instead of <laughs> That would have been pretty cool. The clay head was not enough. We need a life-size Peter Gabriel mannequin. <laughs> no, just like, just, just a Muppet. Just like a an Muppet. actual Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, you can see the, uh, not the strings, what's the word, like the, like the things that prop up the hands. Oh, the sticky the thing. <laughs> yeah, the, st- the sticky things, yes. Propping up the hands and everything. Can we just point out that this video took a fucking week to, like, from beginning to end. And they had an actual title card at the end. 
the other people who worked on it and i fucking stand for this that's amazing yeah. like yeah. yeah give me the name of the runners like i don't know what they did but yes please give me the name of those people they, they also mattered for that like five and a half minute production it's kind of strange that music videos don't have title cards the way we call them like obviously before imdb was a thing you mm. would ha- you would have absolutely no way of knowing mm. it's like even today like you'll occasionally see like the dop and the like a youtube description or something like that mm. but beyond that you don't have a clue really yeah well we have the same with november rain not the same the opposite with november rain where it's a fucking 10 minute long video and all you know it's who the director is yeah. that took like so much so many people building sets and scouting locations and uh, the fucking helicopter driver or whatever <laughs> pilot driver pilot the helicopter <laughs> pilot <laughs> Like, uh, we would never know their names. But in general, yeah, I would, I would like to see more credits in life. Everyone should get a bit of credit. Unless you're a wanker. my plucking instrument. Can you pluck like Bungle? Yeah, I can. I'm the best plucker here. I used to watch this on repeat when I was a kid. My parents had a VHS of Peter Gabriel's um, uh, music videos. I think there was a release or something back in the uh, late 80s or early 90s and they just so happened to have this. But I mean, my parents had a lot of music which you know at the time I wouldn't really have understood you know a lot of really good stuff but I think this one for me and my brother really stood out because just the way it looked I mean I don't think I really cared about the music or you know the actual singing or whatnot it was more about this musical magic uh, this magical music video which just you know blew our minds at the time um, so I have pretty fond memories listening to this sitting on my living room floor and just watching it on repeat but yeah I think the whole campy approach to Peter Gabriel's style of music videos is I don't know I, I kind of feel it's it's in a league of its own um, and it's kind of timeless I, I don't think this video that's what almost 30 35 years old give or take does not you know feel old you know you watch videos or the other videos that we've kind of critiqued they they just haven't aged they look shit and they're just they're just terrible and I can imagine that whenever they were pitching this video they were probably like no it's gonna cost too much money let's go up to a mountain get a helicopter and just you know sing into the chasm but i don't know i just kind of <laughs> think this video had a lot going for it and it's it, it'll probably always come back on people and they'll always look at it and i don't know give them some inspiration so when i rewatched it now i kind of remembered how much i loved it back as a kid and i love it now how fabulously executed as a short film is and how fantastic it is and now as an adult, I can appreciate how it's both innocent and corny and fun and a tiny bit of shocking and a bit scary even. Honestly, I don't think the song would have been remembered as fondly as it is now if it wasn't for the mastery of the Arman animation and the, and the Brothers Quay. Everything in this video is just, it's planned to the second and you can, and, and I find it hilarious how they've managed to make the images so innocent when the images are a response to the lyrics that are very 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 horny and yeah it's it's i love this video it's by far my favorite video we've reviewed uh here which is not very difficult because it's like it's going against like fucking <laughs> t-ream or whatever so but it's still like it's fucking fantastic video and now that they've actually been reminded of it uh i will be keep on watching it because it's as neo said timeless
I'm too busy. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Two beers really hot. Shut up. I've been to work. I've Fair had enough. to deal the general public. That, that's, that, that's the equivalent of at least a, a shot of tequila right there. <laughs> a shot of some book, some book, some butcher, a hard alcohol. Anyway, they've gone. I thought it was great when I was a kid. No, I'm not a kid. Still amazing. And the knowledge that Peter Gabriel's a Randy Bastard has just made it better. <laughs> it's a masterclass in innuendo. The anim- animation's amazing. And the amount of effort that went into making it, I've got to take my headphones off to to them for that effort. So, headphones <laughs> off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now put your headphones back on so you can actually listen to us. Should we do best and worst moments? Play-Doh map. I think that's one thing that really takes me back to when I watch this video. Like when he just turned into a Play-Doh man. Blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he, okay, he was an ice sculpture and, and all that. But yeah, that, that bit just... what? <laughs> he was probably quite relieved about that bit as well because he didn't have to be under the glass table for two more hours. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, probably. What's your least favorite one? So when I was a kid, I had these recurring dreams and anything I watched sort of ended up in my dream so it's part of the reason why i'm terrified of i don't know if you're familiar with it um, i think it's stephen king's tommy knockers or it or um mm. close encounters of the third kind it's anything which is kind of psychologically but looking back now it's not really horror um this video gave me weird nightmares for quite a while <laughs> um but i don't know why you know it's 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 totally innocent and friendly and whatnot but I just sort of think that being caught up in that world would be pretty terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Good, but mm. terrifying. It is, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you said in the, the introduction, it is a little bit like a, an, an acid trip you can't get out of. Because mm. if all that shit was actually flying around your head, stuff like that, you'd be a bit freaked out. Mm. Or you turn into a fruit salad and then you end up yeah. in a party <laughs> yourself. Yeah, that's enough to probably tip you over the edge. <laughs> yeah, but you turned into fruit salad because someone opened the fruit cage. Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, was yeah. a lemon and then... Uh, I ate myself, uh, and then I woke up and I was blue, and then... Oh, that scene when he turns blue, again, the background is so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it so seamless. much. It's like... It's totally totally seamless. Yeah. Aye. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So, uh, my favorite moment is the dance- dancing chicken. When they're against all the uh, stop motion and claymation, they're, it's all fantastic, and I all love it, but the dancing chickens just bothered me so much as a kid. I just felt like it was magic, and I can still do uh, and the least favorite moment is the end, when he is kind of wearing like a black suit, like a full body black suit, with like reflective lights or reflective spots against him. I never liked that part. I still don't like it. I don't understand it. It freaks me out. It doesn't really add up to the same sort of quality. It's a weird way to end it. Maybe it was more obvious when they were making it, but it's really hard to tell what it is now. Yeah, well, nowadays it just reminds me of the tracking suits, like art, um, actors wear whenever they're doing like CGI scenes. But it's kind of, I think it's the case why I probably never watched Paranormal Activity 4 and I'm kind of scared of watching it because they have those whole things of like, they have scenes where there's a kid which I think it's a ghost, kind of like it's just dots in the shape of a human that move around and nah, for that movie, no, never watching it. But I think it's because of this sort of this video, I think that's the fault. It kind of like some, it kind of looks like someone's turned on a UV light in his bedroom. And uh, it's revealed a bit too much. <laughs> Just spots everywhere. Wink, wink. Starts uh, off where it began, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we get the close-up in the white shot. There we go. <laughs> 
Yeah, my favourite part is the bit where he sings the lyric, uh, bumper cars bumping. There's two, like, adorable, like, fucking adorable little cartoon bumper carts, mm. which you call it, dodgems or whatever. Uh, and they, they just come on and they ride around in the popcorn and they bash off them. And then they sing along with the song, which I just thought was fucking delightful. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they kind of disappear. But little do those two adorable little bumper carts know that they are, in fact, one of Peter Gabriel's sexual innuendos which I just find sort of existentially hilarious because they'll never know. They will never know. The worst part is uh, during party scene at the end, this David Cronenberg-esque like pink TV walks out uh, and then there's a mouth on the screen and it sings along with like the background singers and it just, yeah, it's just something weird about that TV. It's freaking me out and I don't know why. It's kind of flesh-coloured, throwing it like like flesh that's just been peeled. Nightmare feel, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's just like a... David Coronaberg. Yeah. Oh, God. It was him all along. I know. We should have known. Tune in next week. We're going to do a special episode, possible special guest. It's a song called Bobby Baby Baba, whatever you want to call it, by Kelly Kay. You're in for something special. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, everyone. I guess. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. I'm really sorry, guys. I I really am to be <laughs> I'm one and new, so I'm sorry. We used to that under the influence. What the fuck? <laughs>